Dedicated to the survival of American democracy in an increasingly dangerous world, this is Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney, acted as Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy under President Ronald Reagan, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, D.C., the go-to man for defense and foreign policy issues, joined by the greatest minds in the security policy business, the special forces in the war of ideas at Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney. Welcome to Secure Freedom Radio. This is Frank Gaffney, your host and guide for what I think of as an intelligence briefing on the war for the free world. Of all the people I know who have studied closely and thoughtfully and written brilliantly about the subject of the war for the free world in its many phases, and, and one of the reasons we use that term is to make it clear that as My old boss, President Ronald Reagan, used to say every generation faces an existential threat to freedom, and we simply are finding ourselves in a particularly tricky pass when it comes to that, but previous generations have for sure, and uh, God willing, uh, future generations will in turn face these challenges as well. But of all those people who have done such brilliant work in this battle space, uh, there are a few that I hold in higher regard than Diana West. She is, of course, a regular contributor to this program. Each week we feature her on Wednesdays, uh, usually just for 10 minutes at a pop, but it's some of the best, to my way of thinking, broadcasting done in America. Because her thoughtfulness, as I say, her insight, her articulateness are really to be savored, and I certainly do, and I think our audience does as well. Diana is the author of two terrific books, Death of the Grown-Up and American Betrayal. The subtitle of the second is The Secret Assault on Our Nation's Character. Diana West is also a blogger par excellence. She has for many years actively contributed through various uh, columns and op-ed pieces as well, but you can find her today at dianawest.net. And also, I'm pleased to say, right here at Secure Freedom Radio. Diana, welcome back. It's so good to have you. Oh, it's wonderful to be with you and have all this time to talk about these important issues with you, Frank. Isn't it glorious? I'm, I'm so pleased, and thank you for making yourself available. Listen, to begin, Diana, there was a piece that ran in the Washington Post on the 16th of March in the Outlook section, that's the Sunday edition's uh, commentary section, under the headline, Five Myths About Espionage. The author is Mark Kramer, the director of Cold War Studies at Harvard and a senior fellow of its uh, Center for Russian and Eurasian studies. And one of the myths that he points to, I should say air quotes myths he points to, is that espionage mostly aims to sway the policies of hostile powers. And among other things, he asserts that there was a book published in 2013 that alleged Stalin's spies in the 1940s had effectively quote, occupied, unquote, the United States and guided the policies of the Roosevelt administration. Now, for the discerning listener, they will probably remember that American Betrayal was published in 2013, and it 
did indeed make that case. And not only did it assert it, it documented it exhaustively that, in fact, Stalin's spies and agents of influence and other kind of personnel were deeply embedded in our government and, yes, working hard to influence its policies in the period before World War II, during World War II, and afterwards. Am I correct that he possibly is referring to your own book, Diana West? (laughs) Yes, he is, although they dared not mention its name. The book that may not be named in the online version of the piece, they do link to the book's Macmillan page, not the Amazon page, which is a little odd, but then readers might notice how many extremely noted professionals and and experts in the same field found the book of value as well. So this, I think, was rather sly on their part. But again, this was a wonderful validation of this book, which is nearly five years old. It is still bothering the court historians, the conventional wisdomers, who, yes, in our age, are trying to separate, trying to eliminate from the study of espionage, the study of policy manipulation. This could not be more vacuous, but it could also not be more dangerous for our understanding of how we are subverted, how we are manipulated to this day. And to understand this day, we have to go back and reintroduce our understanding and our appreciation and our knowledge of how the Soviet Union and Russia and Moscow and the Kremlin and all of its agencies have indeed manipulated policy around the world, not just in America, but around the world. Very sophisticated systems of infiltration, influence, and subversion. And, And someone like Mark Kramer, who is indeed a director of Cold War Studies at Harvard, is certainly aware of what is known as active measures. This is part, uh, under the rubric of active measures, we get influence operations and disinformation and forgeries and all the rest of it to manipulate the information battle space. And indeed, what I found as I was researching my, my response, a letter to the editor or op-ed, I found that Mark Kramer himself last year was indeed writing about the continuity with what we're seeing today with Soviet active measures and decades of efforts to meddle in politics. So he has actually re- completely reversed his own messages in order to take a whack at American betrayal on the occasion, I will add, of its publication as an audiobook, which, who knows, may have in fact inspired the Washington Post. To go after it. Yes. Uh, fascinating. Uh, Diana, let's just back up a little bit here because you've obviously grounded this conversation where I think it needs to be in the historical experience. And it does indeed, as, as you document in American Betrayal, begin back in, I believe it's November 1933. Uh, remind us what happened in that window and what the immediate consequences of uh, what happened were. Yes, well, I'm sure you're talking about first the election of Franklin Roosevelt, which was followed by President Roosevelt's decision to reverse the policy of four presidents and six secretaries of state before him and recognize the revolutionary Bolshevik regime that had taken power after the Russian Revolution in 1917. We had not been in a state of diplomatic, we had not had diplomatic relations with the Soviet government after it overthrew uh, the Russian government previous to them. And 
this decision was grounded in a promise made by the Soviets that they would not organize Communist Party activity in our country, that they would not organize espionage cells, that they would not seek to subvert and overthrow by means violent and stealthy our form of government. This literally was in the paperwork that was signed to make this uh, recognition official. And of course, they were already doing all of those things. And following recognition, it exploded. And also following recognition, you saw a very different attitude toward communism, toward socialism, toward leftism in general, with huge numbers of communists, ideologically speaking, party members and not, sympathizers and agents entering the federal government under the explosion of government that took place in Washington under the New Deal. So this was a very important point in our history from which all manner of, of sorrow and, and grief have been, have been reaped. One other point that's important to sort of remember is that in making this deal that was grounded in lies, it actually taught the people who wanted to keep the relationship to follow along in these lies, to project these same lies. And this indeed created a double standard in our foreign policy, in our governmental functions, and I believe in all of our cultural functions. It actually introduced all aspects of, of relativism and so on that, that we suffer from in all facets of our culture. I really do think it does trace back to our relationship with communism. The deceit that began at the inception was only compounded and had to be concealed, didn't it, in the months and subsequent years. So much more to talk about, and we will do just that, I'm pleased to say, with Diana West for this full hour, very special edition of Secure Freedom Radio, talking about influence operations that the Russians have historically run against us, uh, though you wouldn't know it from a lot of the recent reporting suggesting that, oh, it's only happened in Donald Trump's time. Much more to follow with Dino West right after this. Visit us at facebook.com slash securefreedom with Frank Gaffney. 